Yo, Brit Geeks, people of the world, it's me, Phil Fenn, with podcast number 14 with my friend Drew. How you doing, Drew? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm a bit tired. I've been working nights recently, but yeah, I'm good. You? Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, I heard you've been working nights. You mentioned that. That's hard work, isn't it? It's hard to get into that routine, I'm sure. It is. It's quite, yeah, it's a bit strange driving through London at you know, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning and there's no one there. It's a bit spooky sometimes. That's awesome. I love that. It's like a, a ghost sound at that time. Yeah, it's a bit sort of like 28 days later or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's cool. It's one of my favourite horror films, like, ever of all time. Zombie films, definitely up there. It still freaks me out when I watch it now. It's just so scary, that film. Yeah, it's quite amazing how they filmed it with no one in it at all. Yeah. Especially at the beginning, they must have timed it. That's 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 how it's relative to you driving around. They must have timed it at that time in the morning. Yeah, must have been in the summer or something because it's uh, still light. Yeah, it's brilliant, excellent, absolutely uh, excellent film. Anyway, what you've been up to? Any builds? Anything going down? Um, I finished the Ninjago dock. Oh yeah. So I've got that joined on now. Are you impressed with it? I am impressed with it. Um, one thing that niggles me is that I think that there's more detail on one side of the dock than and the reverse on the city. So when you put them together, it's like, I don't know how to explain it, really. You say, basically, there's more detail on one side, at the front side, say, for example... There's more detail on the front side of the Ninjago city and there's, yeah. more, detail, there's more detail on the back side yeah. of, of the um, docks and you can't have them facing the same way because obviously it's a modular that go together. So if they would have flipped it, it would have been cooler and you would have been able to see everything, the more detailed side during yeah. the build. Right? Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I do get that. Well, uh, yeah, I like it. It's a nice build. I prefer the... The sort of the right the build seemed to be different on the docks to the city. It was more small, little bags with little, you know, there was no like, you know, this part you're opening three bags or three bags numbered one, do you know what I mean? Or three or seven bags number two. It was like one little bag, bosh, done. So you could do it. It was quite worked quite well for me doing it in little bite sized pieces when you've got things to do. And you're not looking at it and thinking, oh, I really want to do a little bit more, but. I don't want to open another four bags, spread out all these pieces and then not do it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I really like that bit. And, uh, yeah, I like them. They look good together. Yeah, they do look good together. I do like them. Um, you know, they're one of my favourite builds. I still think they're the best build in the past four years. That and Assembly Square. We speak about it every single podcast. I was very lucky um, this week. I managed to get hold of a few brickheads. They've brought out some limited Lego Movie 2 brickheads, um, Wild Style, Emmett, Sweet Mayhem and Benny. That's 41635 Wild Style, 41634 Emmett, 41636 Benny and 41637 Sweet Mayhem. So I just basically, I got them, I saw the film as well, which I'll talk about in a minute. I'm not a great fan of Brickheads, but I was very lucky. They are limited to 
um, 5,000 and they were limited to the Walmart as well in the US. So you had to get them from the US if you wanted them. Otherwise, you get ripped off in England, which I think I'm not into this whole scamming thing. You know, I understand that they cost money to ship over and you've got to pay taxes, this, that and the other. And you were saying it before, you know, you weren't keen on Lego limiting things to no. certain areas. No, I don't, I don't like it. I mean, why Why would you? I mean, Lego movie is quite a big thing for Lego, obviously. Why would you limit that to one shop? In America, in one country. Yes. <laughs> what, what, what's the point? What are you doing? What are you doing to your fans? Yeah, well, that's well. There's a lot of fans in America as well, so I do get there it. Is, I, I accept there is a lot of fans in America, but there's a lot of fans in the world. Yeah, I do agree. I think though, it does make the brand more exclusive, and that's why Lego do it. You don't agree with me in that respect. I think people find it well. It makes the it makes it more exclusive to the collector. So when you want these sets, and you know, like I'm very fortunate to have them, and don't forget, get me wrong, they're very very expensive for brickheads. They're probably, you know, what up there is as one of the most expensive brickheads. I'm not a, I'm not a big brickhead fan, but I did want them because they're exclusive. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get exclusives, but if I if I could change the way Lego did it, maybe do a timed exclusive all all over the world. I mean, maybe you can only buy it for a month or, you know, maybe just one run, produce yeah. one and then send one run out to everywhere. But yeah. limiting them in one would have a store, I mean, I'm sure not everyone in America goes to Target. Not at all. No, there were people who had problems getting them in America as well. Um, limited to 5,000 does make them highly exclusive, though. That's up there in the um, the same as uh, Mr. Gold was uh, one. There was 5,000 in the whole Series 10 minifigures. I'm not saying Mr. Gold's way more exclusive. A lot of kids wrecked and burnt them, you know, um, threw them away and whatever. And, and then he became even more exclusive. And only like a 1,000 of them were registered out of 5,000 that were actually made. And then they took down the registration site for that. So you, at one point you could check whether your Mr. Gold was real by the certificate that you got. And now I don't know whether you can check it or not. I don't think the uh, site... The the website went down years ago. Yeah, I remember. I do remember that, but I think that gives Lego the upper advantage. I like that whole exclusive side of it. I'm really happy that I've got these. I'm happy not because the brickheads, because you're not thinking of them, what they are. You're thinking about they've been limited to America. Yeah, and I've been very blessed to have them sat next to me right now. And I think to myself, you know, Walmart, some people in America got loads of them. Which which wasn't fair, and I think you make a valid point. To make it fair, is probably to time release them and only limit the amount you could get from, you know, only limit one per household, or make them a limited edition first edition, like books or something like that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And then releasing to everyone. Yeah, but the whole exclusive thing. In that respect, I don't like the scalpers at the other end of the um, spectrum, but on a collector's spectrum, because sometimes I decide to sell a little bit of Lego, so I'll sell a little bit of my collection. Obviously, I want to try and get as much for it because I know it's been looked after. I know it's all together. You know what I mean? But I don't like the scalping side of it. I don't think that's right. I think there should be a reasonable point 
where everybody gets them, so it cuts out that side of it. Do you yeah. know? What I mean? But then I think a, like a first edition type thing would do that because people like you know crazy collectors they're going to want the first edition, but everyone else, or maybe a casual collector might be like, do you know what? I just want to collect them. I'm not bothered about whether it's a first edition or not. So you'd still get the exclusivity of the first 5,000 first edition, you know, people Then we release another wave, that's what you then say. Then we release yeah. another wave so everyone else can get in there and get them. I mean, especially with, like, Lego Movie 2 Brickheads. I mean, how can they, if they, if they never release them again, you know, sure. shooting yourselves shooting themselves in the foot? Yeah. I'm with you. I sort of get that, but they do it because they have a deal with Walmart. It makes them exclusive to Walmart, and they do it because that's what makes things collectible. The more exclusive it is, the more collectible it becomes, and that's so that. Make that a timed, a timed exclusive. Not like, they, you know, like PlayStation and Xbox. They do timed exclusives for you know exclusive content and stuff like that. I'm not happy. I don't like the side of it that. As I say, as I've just said it a minute ago, I don't like the side of it where people are ripping people off and charging extortionate prices for them. But I do like the fact that they are exclusive to certain stores and you've got to go in and get them or you've got to know someone that can get you them, this, that and the other. I do like that. That to me is like hunting for what you want. You know what I mean? To make your collection complete or part of your collection, you know, complete. So I think it's, I think... That is something that they should definitely do. It second wave does make sense. So what they would do is, as you as you're saying, is they would you would have a first edition one of five thousand. Um, sorry, you'd have five thousand released of the Bennies, five thousand of. I'm using them as an. Um, I'm hypothetically speaking. I'm using them as an example. And then next up, they would bring them out elsewhere without the sticker on, and everyone else could get them. But they were only exclusive to five thousand of these limited edition ones that would have maybe an extra piece in there that would say, I mean, there isn't even a piece inside them that says one in 5,000 or, you know what I'm saying, or 250 yeah. in 5,000. So basically it's just a brickhead with a sticker on it. So that's oh, yeah. what, makes, what makes them super exclusive is the sticker. Yeah. So you're paying all that extra money for a little hologram. Well, that's literally, that's <laughs> literally it. That's literally it. But that's, but that's what makes it collectible. You know, yeah. and I love all that, you know, at the end of the day, and you know, you've done it. Anyone who collects Lego, wh who is in the same situation as we are, we're assholes, we collect Lego, would be like, yeah, that's super cool. I don't really mind because it's a brickhead, I'm not really bothered. I'm just bothered that it's limited and it's signified on the box in some way, or you get an extra brick that signifies it's limited, limited to the 5,000. Okay. I mean, I think it's a, it's an interesting subject, exclusives. Yeah. Definitely, and I don't think we're ever going to solve it in our 35-minute talking conversation time. <laughs> but I will say, but I will say, speaking about exclusives, I did manage to get my hands on another exclusive. I was very lucky. I did a live build last week. It was 80102, the exclusive to Asia Dragon Dance set. I'm going to show it you. Here it is. Here she blows. Ah, yeah, it's quite as bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, look at that. So this is a Dragon Dance set with the Year of the Pig to symbolise the Year of the Pig or the Lunar New Year. Can you see? I'm actually turning. You can probably hear it on the podcast. I'm turning it. It's going round, up and down. It's mo It's not motorised. It is. It's, it's motorised by a crank, I guess. Could power it up, though. Yeah. 
This is the only time I've, se- I've seen the pig. Can you see the pig minifigure? He comes out as a series minifigure as well at the front. It's identical to the series minifigure. I've, I've checked them out. But you get these really awesome printed tiles. Look at the front of it. Can you see at the side of the dragon? They got, is they like hearts or scales or something? Well, they're scales. There's, there's a curved tile. Yeah, okay. A curved flat tile there. That looks like a heart as well. Are they individual? Are they two bits or are they just they're one? Piece, they're pieces. Each one of them is one piece, not two yeah, bits. Yeah, they're, not, they're not two bits. They're not printed. They're actually pieces, elements. You can just clip them off. Um, Dragon uses some beige scorpions, which I've never seen before, with a beige frog as its ears. Can you see? Okay, I can see the scorpion, yeah. Yeah, this is Lego set 80102. Um, the Dragon Dance exclusive to Asia. I absolutely love this. And it spins around the front as well. Can you see? There's a ball, a printed ball. It looks like a lantern. That actually spins around at the same time as the dragon goes up and down. Yeah, it's a beauty. It's 622 pieces. It was exclusive to Asia. They stopped it now in Asia. You did get these really, really cool minifigures with it that have got printed bandanas. Oh, nice. Yeah, love that set. Really cool. But above it all, though, during the build, I have to say they've used some surprising new elements in it. They always do. I've never seen them before. I should have kept one out for you, really, Drew. It's a bit of a bad mistake because I don't know whether you can see it inside. If you look deeply inside the set, you can just see it about there. They've got some bright neon pink discs that I've never seen before. I've never, ever seen this colour before. Though It's an amazing colour. I wish you could see it. Oh, I can't see it, no. I can see, like, a greeny bit, but not Yeah, they have some lime green, the sort of luminous green arches in there as well, four-by-one arches that are pretty cool. But inside there, they use them, which it just kept me wanting to build. It's only 622 pieces, so it's going to take you... depends how long. I did a live stream with it, and it took me an hour and a half just under two hours to build it. There was no stickies involved, and I really love it. it I'm, I'm infatuated with it. It's a brilliant set, and it's quite big as well. I've got it next to the ship-in-a-bottle set, and, uh, yeah, it's quite big. Much bigger than I thought it was going to be. Wow, nice. Do you like it? Yeah, it's a nice set, yeah. It is nice. I wish you could see them neon um, discs, them neon pink discs inside, and you'd love them. But luckily... I've changed my method. I was doing stop motion videos, but I did do a time lapse video on this. I'm going to put it up to, tonight. I might well do it. And you can actually see these neon discs that go inside it. You'll see it on the Brick Geeks page and on the Brick Geeks network. If you haven't seen it already, that's Lego Set 80102, Chinese dance exclusive to Asia. And I got 80101, which is the Chinese dinner, New Year's dinner set. I'm just going to get it out of the cupboard so you can see it. Really cool. I've not built it. I actually thought the dragon wouldn't be as good. Everyone has their own opinion which one they think's better. A lot of people have said they prefer the dragon, and then some people have said they prefer the Chinese dinner. I prefer the Chinese dinner myself. I don't know why. I like the printed tiles in there. Even though I can see that the stickers, there's also some really cool printed tiles like a fish on a plate i've not opened it yet i'm going to do the same see how the stop motion build goes but i'm going to have to open it and do a stop motion build on it but this too is 
absolutely fantastic. 620 pieces. Yeah, like that. 650 that there's a lot of detail in there as well. Yeah. Well, there's some little rice bowls as well with some little printed um, little printed discs inside it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like it. So it's got, that's what I'm going to be building next anyway. I've, I've got over my fact that I wasn't going to take it out of the box. Sorry, I'll start that again. I got over the fact that I wasn't going to take it out of the box and I thought, you know what, what's the point in keeping it sealed? The whole point is to have fun with it, open it, look at it, appreciate it. And I, and I love this set. I've been looking at it all week since I did that live build last Sunday. I've been looking at it all week. I've been going up to it, spinning the little handle, watching it go up and down. Really good. Love it. Nice. Yeah, I do like it. Very, very cool. So, 80101 is the next set I'm going to be building, I think. Well, this week I also built 60214, which is the, uh, we talked about it before on a previous podcast. It's like the little burger bar fire with a fire engine with the, the little water spout that pushes the little um, trans blue elements out the top to put the fire out. Yes, we were speaking about it. We were. I thought at one point this was only out in Australia, but it is come out everywhere. You only paid nineteen ninety nine at Smith's. It's twenty four ninety nine everywhere else. I yeah. was tempted to buy it when I heard it was nineteen ninety nine. I just like it. I just like that set. Go on, tell me about it. Tell me what you think. Uh, yeah, I really like it. It was a really nice build. I, I too was um, drawn in by the fact that it was twenty quid rather than twenty five. Um, and yeah, some really nice. There's quite a few stickers in it. I mean, nothing compared to Ninjago City. (laughs) Proper sticker fest. But um, there's a few stickers. There's also a few printed tiles. But, um, yeah, it's really nice. You get the um, fire engine. You get a fire motorbike. um, Two firemen. One's a man and one's a woman. And you get a little sort of burger vendor guy who's got a you know, an upset face because his burger bar's on fire. And <laughs> um, there's some nice elements. The uh, there's some, there's a nice printed tie, um, printed one by one block with some oranges, orange segments on it. I've not seen it before. Let's see if you can see it. Uh... Oh no, I've seen them. They used yeah, they're really cool. That's a carton, like an orange carton. Yeah, have they got them in the Quickie Mart or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. They've got them in the Quickie Mart. Yeah. No, I have seen them. I've got a few spare of them. Yeah, very a burger, cool. A burger on the top's quite nice, nicely constructed. I was going to say at the top of it, I can see that there's the fire elements are actually down, and you can pick them up, can't you? Yeah. And, and you use the uh, fire engine, the little squidgy thing on the back of the fire engine to knock them down. To knock them down, yeah. You do. You do have to get pretty close to the fire to knock them down with the with the little squeezy fire thing, but. <laughs> It does work, and it comes. It, I was quite surprised how well it worked, actually. The, uh, the fire thing. Originally, when we looked at it, we thought that it was going to fire the bit out and take kids' eyes out and stuff like that. But yeah, I do it, remember. Uh, yeah, it retracts that. itself back in. That's fantastic, when, then. When you release it, yeah. So, uh, and uh, yeah, I was impressed with the fire engine. It's a really, really strong build. Sometimes you build things, and you you know they're a little bit flimsy. 
if you try and move it, bits fall off. But this is very solid. Right. So how many pieces is it, Drew? It's about 270, 300, something like that. 327 pieces. Not bad. You were close. I thought no, you were going to say 2,000. No, it's not 2,000. No. <laughs> uh, it did have a little tiny green 3x2 green brick which has completely disappeared inside it again. I'm a big fan of that in builds now. You like that, do you? Rand, random coloured bits that serve no point and you just can't see them. They just disappear. I don't know why they put them in there, but yeah, no, I'm a big fan of them now. Um, what and actually yeah. happens with that Chinese uh, New Year set? Sorry, the Dragon set. I was going to mention that to you. Um, that also has the same thing. You put these uh, these really beautiful, bright pink discs that I've never seen before inside the set, and then thinking, "Oh, these are mint." And then that's it; they're gone. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you love it. <laughs> I'm lucky this time though, because I can actually see inside the set, and I can see the pink bits, so I'm all right. Not that it matters; it's just nice to see the color of the bricks. I like it. You know what I mean? It's part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a nice set. This burger thing, I would recommend it. Makes a nice addition to your to your city. The um, one thing that was interesting me on the there's like a there's little pictures either side of it with you know you can get chips and like a a burrito and a burger and yeah some donuts or something like that. I'm not quite sure how. The currency in Lego universe works. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that when I was building the roller coaster. Yeah. Because to go on the roller coaster, a ticket is a hundred whatever <laughs> Lego bucks. Let's call them Lego bucks. A hundred Lego bucks for one go on the roller coaster. Yeah. That's then, expensive. It is expensive, yeah, because some chips, this says three, a burrito is four. Oh my god! The cheeseburger is nine, the chicken burger is seven, what? donuts are three. Wow, I think that's quite reasonably priced. I would eat there. I mean, interestingly, a cheeseburger and a burger, they're both nine. There's no extra price for the cheese, so. I would I mean, definitely I eat there if it wasn't on fire. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be put out. And <laughs> yeah. to be fair, only the sign's on fire, the rest of the place is all right. So do you reckon just on a, if you wanted a burger or something and the place was on fire, you just knit quickly. Only the roof was on fire, though. Forget the whole building. And they were still serving fast food in there, like one of them Lego burritos or something. And you were dead hungry. You were working on your night shift. It was open. You're like, right, I'm going in. I'm getting some Lego burritos. It's on fire. Forget it. I think I'd be, I'd say, I mean, this is a booth. You don't even need to go in. Yeah, that's it's what I'm saying. So, would you five. grab it and do one? Would you grab it and just say, right, there's yeah, your three? Yeah, I mean, at those prices, three, three yeah. for some chips. Yeah, that's what I mean. You would, you just chuck your money at them and you just go, just hope yeah. the fire sorts itself out. Yeah. Maybe yeah. give them some advice. Maybe give them some advice and say, like, your roof's on fire. That's yeah, what I'm but, saying. I mean, I mean I'm, less, I'm less inclined to take a go on the roller coaster now for a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's disgusting that I think that's appalling the price of that roller coaster. 
100, that is 10 times the burrito price. I mean, what, what was nine? Sorry, was it the chicken burger? Nine, the cheeseburger and the regular burger are nine. That's a bit illogical. Surely they want to charge more for the cheese. Yeah, I mean, looking at the picture, it looks like instead of cheese, you get a tomato. Right, okay. That's <laughs> all right then. So maybe that's the way it balances out. Yeah, maybe it's red cheese. Who knows? Yeah, I've got yeah. some. I've actually got some um, Lego. Can you hear that noise? I can. Yeah, that's these Lego coins that I got from Legoland. Someone sent me them. Uh, Legoland in Florida. There's, they're all silver, and one of them's actually gold. I wonder what that does in the park. I wonder if it does anything other than just souvenirs. Maybe if you've got enough of them, you can buy a Lego burrito. I, th- I most certainly wouldn't give a hundred of them to get on that roller coaster. No, I mean a whole meal. Let's say you get a burger, some yeah. chips, and some donuts. Fifteen Lego bucks. <laughs> that's all right. That's not bad, that's... is it? I mean, he doesn't sell any drinks. There's no prices yeah. for the drinks. Yeah. So if you work out the conversion rates to pound, <laughs> <laughs> conversion rates. So a regular meal. Let's say. It's 15 Lego bucks, so let's say a regular meal would cost you five, well, five pounds, maybe. It's five still pounds. expensive. It's still expensive. McDonald's, you can get a meal for £3.79. It's extortionate. Absolutely extortionate, that. Sorry, Drew, you can have your roller coaster. I won't be coming round to your house and giving you 100 bucks to go on it. Yeah. I mean, maybe that ticket is a day pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you've only got one ride. Yeah, but it's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Depends where you are. Depends where you are. It's anyway, the best, best Lego roller coaster in Lego World. Yeah, that's what you think. No, it is. They are the very good them roller coasters. I do like them. They're a great set, to be fair. Um, I like the pink head and the candy floss. Yeah. That you showed me last week. That's really good because I've never seen that pink head. The Flintstones house, they've actually got some light brown heads that have nothing printed on them. Um, that, they're pretty cool as well. I like that. That's just weird like that. I like them different coloured heads that they do. Yeah, them Lego hidden side sets, they look really interesting. They look like they've got some great new elements, new heads as well that we've never seen before. Um, but also hoodies and things like that, which we've never seen. Hoodies? Um... Yeah, Lego hoodies. Have you seen the Lego hoodie? I want to say yes. I want to say that I've seen wild style in a hoodie. Maybe I haven't. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's a very good observation because I hadn't ever seen, I never thought where I'd seen a hoodie, but I thought I'd seen one before. And you're right, wild style does have a hoodie on her. Yeah, you are right. That's from the Lego movie, the first one, and the second one as well. I saw the Lego movie while we're having this conversation. What do you think? Uh, um, I went to the print works in Manchester um, and I saw it in the view. I'll be honest with you, it wasn't as good as the first. No, I've heard that. But it was good. It, I think it was... Um, I've heard a lot of people that were saying it was terrible, it was like the worst. It was, was definitely not the worst film I've ever seen. And it definitely wasn't like... It wasn't the same as the first one, so it was very different from the first one. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I just didn't think it was good as the first one, and it definitely isn't as good as the Ninjago movie, 
They had a lot of interesting characters in there. They have that uh, big ship, which happens to be Rex's ship. I'm not going to destroy it for you. You know, that big ship that we were talking about a while oh, back in the like podcast. Flying fist bump or something. That's it, the flying fist bump. That's where you got it from, basically. Yeah. Um, and Yeah, I saw it in the movie. And I thought it was pretty cool. I liked it. I liked the ships. I liked some of the designs. I like Wild Star's new hair. It's a different colour. Um, I'm not going to tell you why it's a different colour. But it was good. It did make me laugh a few times. But it didn't make me laugh like the Ninjago movie did. No. Is there any more um, classic space, Benny spaceships? They're only in it for a couple of minutes. Oh, aye. Yeah. Um, there is so a... should I um, stop hoping that they're going to bring out another spaceship? I don't know. I might, I might have to go and see it again. You know, sometimes you go and see and you miss things or whatever um, that you don't... Yeah, obviously when you see a film the second time, see things that you didn't see in the first time you'd seen it. So I think I'm going to have to see it again. It was definitely worth seeing again. It was good. It wasn't, it just wasn't as good as the first one. I don't know. I like um, Will Ferrell as well, though he does make a very small appearance in it. It was good, though not yeah. as good as the Ninjago movie. Again, I've repeated myself three times there. That's because I'm stressing how much better the Ninjago movie was than all of them. <laughs> I just like that whole Chinese vibe, me. I like that whole um, that whole image that they picked up on for that film. It's great. Sort of reminds me of the Turtles from the nineties. Don't be disappointed. It's just different. It was good. I enjoyed it. I like the bit with the Raptors. That was pretty funny. It was good. Some of it made me laugh. I think I could probably give it a six and a half out of ten. Don't think that's bad. Okay. That's not bad. It's not, it's not terrible, but maybe a. Uh... Wait till it comes out on DVD or on Sky or something. Yep. So, end of podcast. Nice one. Podcast 14 over. You had a good one? Yeah, it was a good one. Nice. I will see you next week for podcast 15. See you all soon. See you later.